Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Happy New Day! Happy, happy New Day, happy Thursday. Night, I need some help. I've just broken it. Maybe, hold on. Okay, I fixed it. How's everyone doing out there in Radio Land? Oh, I broke it now. Sorry, guys, I'm having some technical difficulties right here. I am currently breaking things, and which is why I want to have this talk with you all today. This week has been one for the book. Shout out to all the lovers. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> some people say today is side chick day, so you celebrating your side piece today. Happy Valentine's Day to you, honey. Whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote. And uh, just want to give a shout out to Kendezi Gideons at Kendezi. That's my son's school. We had a great time yesterday. I took care of the entire fifth grade, along with other parental units. And yesterday was a great day. The kids really enjoyed themselves. And uh, we reinforced self-love yesterday more than anything. So shout out to those parents who assist. And um, today, I want to talk a little bit about something that I am currently doing with myself right now and something that I feel is important to everyone. As soon as you get, well, hello, beautiful birds. A beautiful bird just blessed me up. But this is something that's near and dear, and I think everybody can benefit from this, even the smallest Children already have this, right? Old people overstep this. Uh, young people and middle-aged people, they they definitely take advantage of, of these. And in my 39th year of life, I am learning to set clear, cut, uninterrupted, 
unwavering, unbiased boundaries. And the crowd went wild when I said boundaries. The crowd's going wild. Boundaries. Boundaries. Let's let's get into what is a boundary. A boundary is a barrier, or it is a plan, a solution, a tactic. It is something that has been put in place to implement the respect, the wishes to adhere, the and honor, all the things. Right? That is what a boundary is put in place for. Now. Some of you know this. I've talked about it before, and that's people-pleasing. And throughout my people-pleasing, I've learned that I had no boundaries. Or when I tried to have boundaries, people ran up on them and stumped them, and they Timberlands. They didn't care about my boundaries. So now I'm learning. I'll put it, that's why I let people put their, their groceries at in my phone. Oh, I was thinking I'll be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's bigger. I guess go for it. Let's put the book bags in there at least. But I'll be forgetting. That's what happened. No, hit trunk. Hit trunk. So, boundaries. How do you know your boundary list? Boundless? What are some things you can implement to create healthy boundaries? And how can you stick to your boundaries? We're going to talk all about all of this today. So for me, in the people-pleasing world, my boundaries was just like, I would say no softly. No. And then I would allow people to change my no into a yes. I would be like, no, I don't think I want to do it. Oh, it'll be good for you. Oh, this will be great for you. Oh, I just know that this will work. I, I, I just do it. Um, you know, for me, I just, you know, and and they would project themselves upon me. I would change my mind, go forth with the act, and then boom, it didn't work out for me, or the boundaries that I set for myself, they're broken because I allow people to come into that space. I am in therapy for the people-pleasing. I self-diagnosed myself as borderline personality disorder, but that wasn't it. But just a sense of people-pleasing. Now, people-pleasing to me is it's not a bad thing. Everybody has a story. Everybody has grown through different things. And when it comes to pleasing others, sometimes that's a person's love language or that is what they project to the world in order to receive that type of love. Because if you give it, you'll receive it, right? And so I yes got in my no. mind that. What? Go for it. Hey, Mary. Hi. Um, when it becomes a bad thing when it's putting yourself at at risk. And by me, okay. I mean people who, the yes people. People who say yes mm-hmm. to everybody. And Yo, you're I not just doing... stopped saying yes to everybody a week ago. About you know, a week ago, work. a week ago. So then you're not people pleasing. 
you are helping others out and doing what makes you feel good. So you're, Georgette, pleasing. Because it's one thing to help others. It's one thing to do things for others. That's great. But it's when people please you is more when you take it to extreme. And you're doing it for everybody else at your own personal expense. Okay. And it was like that. And I'm only telling you real time because, you know, we have spoke about me always taking on projects and things and saying yes to all the things, and then I can't deliver because I've yes to myself to I don't have time to do any of it. And so this year I said out of my mouth when I was on them 40-something days of juice that I would not pop up in 2024 unless it was a speaking engagement. I said I would help my sisters with their businesses, and on the back end, I my product will be sold within their business. Because juice, I'm more than juice. Juice is everything, but I am more than juice. I definitely respect juice because it got me started. But when you're growing and understanding, that's it. You just gotta press it down. Yeah, no, no slam. When you're growing and you're growing into yourself, and you have really worked hard to be this person that you enjoy looking back at you in the mirror, then you say, hey, what else can you do? So you go higher. You elevate higher. So that means those people that help say what? You expand. Oh, yeah, you expand in a whole lot of other ways. And sometimes that expansion is for your learning curve. So I wanted to expand and become all of these things that I have inside of me a author, a writer, a speaker, a teacher, a mentor, a juice dealer, a dope healer. I did it again. And I'm like, okay, I am all these things. I can give these things to the world. This is the part of the world I want to share because these are my gifts and my passions, and I want to share them. Honey, when you expand, you have to give yourself room to expand. You know, I love the story, and I love how you were talking about how people were telling you that you needed to focus on one thing. And, you know, and we talked about this a year ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I always ask, I didn't tell you you need to focus. I told you, what do you want to do? What is your end game? Absolutely. You, know, you got to learn the people's language use, and talk to them. Well, right, but. You know, I've been told that too. You know, in the, in the professional world, you're told you need to niche down and find your your area of expertise and limit yourself. So you have nowhere to go. And I made the mistake of listening. And I got overwhelmed and I got crabby because I had to deal with people that I would not personally want to deal with. And really, the sky's the limit. You need to follow your heart and follow the inner follow voices your- in your system. Mm-hmm. So that you can expand, man, and, and for you mm-hmm. was the grassroots part of your business that got you. It's your networking. You use your juice to network and meet people that you would never normally meet. Ever which opened that door. For and you to hit. 
Yeah, I would definitely say when you learn the language of people, and that's what you did. That's why you're who you are. You know what I'm saying? Because you learned the language. Like when others say you do too much, you're running around, you got all these things going on, and you need to focus. You need to focus. You said, hey, what you love doing the most? There are some some speakers out there that talk about monetizing your gift. Mm -hmm. And it's not a bad thing when you do it correctly, when you do it humane and from the heart. And what I learned through juicing was taking care of people, please me. Teaching others about their diet and their blood type and how they can reverse things, please me. Um, Hearing stories of others and really helping them sketch out a plan and implement that plan and seeing the results and now they have the positive change. That brought me so much joy. Having my community of seasoned, uh, I, I call them seasoned adults, my geriatrics. I like to call them do because I like the word geriatrics. They don't like it, but my senior community that I have built started with a juice. Now I have, I am negotiating because I have 89 senior citizens homes throughout Atlanta, Georgia, that I go and I teach yoga and fitness to. But it all started because somebody said, what do you love? And I looked at the things around me because at one point, I didn't know what I loved. I didn't know what made me happy. I did not know what brought me joy other than the joy in people from a product. Watch this, y'all, from a product that I provided, from a service I provided. We all out here to be servants. We servants of the most high. I truly, I truly, truly, truly believe that the way to happiness is through serving. Yeah. I, how many of y'all know about a Southern Baptist church? They have ushers. They're the, the women dressed in white. They're very poised. They're very calm. Their hands are behind their back. They're on high alert. Anything that moves goes on. They catch wind of it first, and they 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 shut it down. They solve it. They fix it. They narrate. They curate it. They they assist. They help. Y'all, I was groomed for this. Shout out to my Sadie forever, my good lady, Pauline Watson. That's my auntie that raised me, and I call her mom. I was a, a servant of the Lord at four years old, literally. I was a usher in Millville Baptist Church in Montrose, Georgia, and I was four years old. I took that job so serious, y'all. When the saints shouted and cried, I was right there with paper towels to wipe their tears and pat their back. When sister so-and-so fell out, I covered her up with a towel. And when the pastor was coughing, I had a bottle of water for her. You feel me? I've been about this life. 
And I never knew that that made me happy because I wanted to be like my aunt. I wanted to be a strong black woman in the community, making moves, knowing everybody. I wanted to be my Aunt Polly. She was that girl, y'all. Shout out to Uncle Andy, Andrew Young. I met him when I was a little girl because Sadie ran his campaign when he ran for mayor of Lawrence County. I think it was Lawrence County, Bibb County, and when he worked his way on up. He came to those little, uh, when he was in the Senate, he came to those little country towns and made sure he got them votes. And she made sure he got them, too. Wink, wink. She made sure he got them. <laughs> That's funny. Anywho, it brings me joy to help people. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you got. I don't care what the doctor say. I don't care about the diagnosis. I don't care about any of these things. What I care about is do you know what you can do for you when you put you first and believe in yourself and listen to yourself and feel the pains in your body and acknowledge what you've been doing to the body and then, oh, let's create a plan and do something different. And then little bit by little bit, baby step by baby step, we we get to the goal that we always want, always wanted. Yes, I'm a health coach. Yes, I coach you the greatness. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to help you with your diet, but I can't do for you what you won't do for you. So that's when it became a problem is because I have these solutions. I have these things. I have these things. I can give you this plan. I can tell you what to do. I can show you what to do. I've came to your house and I cooked it. I've juiced it. I've put it in a bowl. You didn't eat it till it was nine days old, but that's okay because you're trying and you're doing, and that was the part that became problematic for me. Why do you want this more than they want it for themselves? So I lost. I got lost. I lost it because I couldn't figure out, well, dang it, what do I want for myself? What do I want for me more than I can want for anybody? What does that look like? Guess who asked me that question, Mary? Who? Mary, my psychoanalyst therapist. Remember that day I had a nervous breakdown with you on the phone? I boohoo cried for about two hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the day. That was the day. That I was so mad and so frustrated and so, I don't want to use the word broken, but I was bending very far and to my limit. And I just not know. Hey, Mary, how are you? Hey, I did not know what to do for myself in order to achieve my happiness. I was like, oh, I don't have a man. The man's going to make me happy. Wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have the body that I want. When I go get it, uh, it's going to make me feel better. Wrong. Oh, I don't have the clothes and the hair, so wrong, wrong, wrong with two left shoes, wrong. I had to go listen to Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. And I played it over and over and over and over and over and over while I looked in the mirror and I had to be with me.
that was the closest I ever felt to God. And it started with me simply taking the time to listen to myself and say, do you really want to do that? Is this something you really want to 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 partake in? Is this what you want to be known for? If you die today, is this it? And it really brought in a different energy. It brought in a different perspective of myself. It brought in a sense of oh Sean please a sense of self worth and self love and what that means and how to administer it to myself and it has been liberating. It has really been a turning point for the better of me. Happy New Day, y'all. Thank you. And that I am forever changed. I'm going to tell y'all there was the Holy Spirit because the spirit that I once had, it was restored, but it was better. It was a clear vision it was it was like it was like somebody picked me up and slammed me and got all the things off of me. People fell off, contracts fell through, relationships were null and void um and it's like I woke up. I'm not a marionette puppet anymore. I'm standing on my own. My Yes, my legs are a little wobbly, but I can do this. And that wobbliness was nervousness, like, oh, my gosh, it's just you. And then I say, it's just you. It's just you. It is just you. It is just you who can move you forward. It is just you who can keep you back. It is just you that can take you to the next level. It is just you that can be a better person to yourself. It's just you to be a better listener. It's just you to be a better mother. It's just you to be a better daughter, a better teacher, a better business owner, a better every little thing, a better speaker, a better storyteller, a better example. It even taught me to praise God better, express my gratitude better, speak up for myself a little bit better. Um, It's a softness when you rest in it because shout out to the single mamas and the baby mamas and the baby mama mamas. It is a joy when you can come and 
and be somewhere else and look back at where you came from because you've been operating in instead of lack and you only operate in one action and that's to survive. So you wake up and you're 39 years old and you've been surviving since four. Surviving. I was in survival mode. Didn't trust myself because I don't trust nobody else. The people whom I trust, they're no longer on this planet. So parts of me are pulled and torn and I don't really know. And I, I sit in this uncertainty when the whole time I just had to sit in me. Shout out to yoga. I know there's a lot of controversy, controversial conversation about yoga and the practice and how people in India think that um, Americans abuse it and mock it by making it a fitness and workout thing. And I can see it from that angle. However, I also see it from the angle when I do it for myself and I create a good habit and a good practice and I create a space for me and I hold that space and I don't let anyone come into that space because that's for me. Then that was my time with the higher up. That was my time to ask for guidance, direction, peace, uh, forgiveness, grace, mercy, or not to ask for it, but to reveal the lesson, reveal the purpose, reveal the plan, so you and I could be in cahoots. So yoga really changed my life and my my respect that I have on myself. And now when I look over at people, and I can really stand in my nose. Y'all, my nose is so sweet, and I've gotten so soft with them. Cause you know, I'm a, I can be a little, a little harsh. I can be a little all in your face, but I used to anyway. I'm very gracious and poised these days. Thank God for Jesus. The best brother, dead or alive. <laughs> Because he is alive. His body just did. But I have a new life that I am writing daily. I enjoy being around people because I learn. I learn so much. I learn behaviors. I learn cues. I learn, uh, I just learn things. I learn all the things. And it's great sitting in this. So we put a pin in that pop-up. So the two pop-ups that tried to happen this year, times is when I let them happen. And I had to call the people and say, hey, 
I'm not going to make it. And when I first started this, it was, hey, I'm not going to make it because, it be, uh, girl, I don't need your sympathy. I, I can't do it. Thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you for the act. I can't do it. Because the part of the people pleasing was still trying to seek through, well, if you can't do it, find you a replacement. Girl, be quiet. Be quiet. I got it. No. Thank you for thinking of me. And maybe next time, if time permits. Maybe if there's a different setting and space where I could come and share my gifts in this form, I'll be more than happy and accommodated to. Is it because I was, ladies and gentlemen, jugs and jugettes? It was because I was honest. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you truly, truly being 100% honest with yourself? Case in point, high blood pressure, diabetes. One of the, them twins take us up out of here, okay? Especially in the black and brown community. And then... There are ways to combat this. There were telltale signs before you got here. Maybe you didn't move as fast as you used to. Maybe a couple of times you felt dry mouth and fatigue. Maybe a few times you had an ache and a pain here. Maybe you went to your primary care physician and they said, hey, not concerning but just want to be mindful. Maybe those pants don't fit like they used to and you can't button them. These are all the telltale signs. But if you were honest with yourself and was like, dang, what do I eat? Man, I love fried chicken. Ah, man, I love, I love steak. Man, the other night, the other night, not even the other day, the other night, I ate steak and potatoes. Please, you did. You tried. And then I had, like, this chocolate ooey-gooey cake. We had a couple of drinks, man. We had a good night. But you do that often. Forgive me. I'm reporting live from Juice Up, Inc., and I was outside. And, um... Or let that pass on by. Send some healing juju. Pray that everybody is okay who is involved in that emergency. Um, yeah. But after you do those things three nights a week, and there's no physical activity, there's no walking, no running, no workout, um, there wasn't more water to drink that was equivalent to flush over time things get backed up things get clogged and then the access weight is left on it didn't come overnight so it's not going to leave overnight juicing is a great way to catapult and start 
your weight loss journey. However, there are other things you must do to reverse the things. Got to be willing to do it. Got to be willing to do the work. Got to put in the work. Oh, I don't eat vegetables. Oh, honey, I can't stand a a vegetable. Uh Uh-uh. Baby, we about to be in our 40s. What you mean you don't like vegetables? (laughs) You don't like being hungover from drinking all that liquor, but you do it anyway. (laughs) Same rules apply. Vegetables can help you reverse and combat any dis-ease and disease in your body. You ain't got to like them, but they like you. Also, uh, just drinking water. Your water intake. Your water intake. How much water are you drinking today? Oh, I can't drink water, girl. It don't taste good. Baby, it ain't supposed to taste good, but it hydrates you. You're you're 90% water-based. Your skin is your biggest organ, and you. this is where you lose the most moisture. Honey, water yourself. If you want to grow, water yourself. Oh, man, I just keep trying to get ahead, and I keep trying to do all the things and work it out, and the work ain't working. And what, 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 what how are you treating yourself? Life is a mirror to how things are going eternally. How are you treating yourself? If your life is in shambles and it's in chaos and you broke, busted, and disgusted, same on the inside. You broke, busted, inside. I don't care how much Louis Gucci Prada you put on it. Elizabeth. I don't care how much you put on it. You feel a mess on the inside. What does your, your space look like? Clean up. And if it's clean, rearrange it. The feng shui is what we need to be rearranged. Invite a new energy in. You know? And then Atlanta's own Rocco said to get them squares up out your circle. Anything that is not of the vision anything that does not aid in the vision, anything does not catapult the vision forward. Maybe it's not, do not get the squares up out your circle. What is that next verse now? Well, don't care you, make you worse, or or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? What you said, Mary? Appointment? I got oh, I thought you said. Okay, she might be talking to y'all, but yes. Check your circle. Check your circle. They may love you, but they may not know you. The new you. They may have been in your life for a substantial amount of time, but they don't respect you. They may have wanted the best of you and rooted to you, but secretly don't like you. 
And guess what? It has nothing to do with you. All on them. Get them squares up out your circle. <laughs> yeah, I promise I'm going to play that all day. Well, won't kill you. It won't hurt you. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting worried, y'all. Anyway. Y'all listen to Rocco's song today. <laughs> um, no, it's so much power in it. Putting you first is so much power in it. Reclaiming your health, so much power in it. And when you start to see the results in yourself, man, listen. Listen, when I tell you, there is nothing that feels so good than when you have set a goal, started out, completed it, and really just made it happen. And really, truly made it happen. You can't beat that. Nobody can take that joy away. I'm reminded of Auntie Nippy. That's the greatest love of all. It's inside of me. And then you start to realize the things that used to bother you, honey, they no longer affect you. The things that you wanted to understand, they no longer it's not even it's it's not even an issue. And some things don't even require you to say a word. Not one word. Not one word. You don't even have to say a word. You don't have to So now you're changing your mind. Now you're changing your status. So, what kind of plan are you going to have for yourself? Yesterday was Valentine's Day. It was self-love day. It was self-love day. And... When you begin to think about it, we get all wrapped up in the balloons and and the height of things and other things. But when you get into 
what it means to love. It means to have patience. It means to be kind. It means to be sweet. It means to receive love. It means to give love, operate in love, receive in love, deliver in love. And then you really realize who loves you based on how you love yourself. Nobody can ever love you more than you love you. Nobody could ever be in control of your happiness. For the single woman out there, for the single man out there, find happiness within yourself, first and foremost. Find the happiness in yourself. And then the universe will give it to you in other ways. Find the happiness within yourself. Find it in within yourself first. Once I start really putting myself first and stop worrying about how the story's going to end or how it's going to unfold or the outcome of things, I start just being in the moment, in every single moment, seizing it for what it is. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. It's been the most, like I told y'all, I'm, I'm liberated and I'm excited. Welcome to the 91 Day Business Spotlight Live. Thank I'm your host, Jonathan Mast, and I am so excited today. Today we've got with us Mary. And Mary Hang on, sorry, it's my fault. No worries. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that everything happened just as it, it did because I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I learned. Yeah. That's my tag talk for the day. Hmm. <laughs> That's my juicy talk for the day. But I just want to say thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for learning you today, serving, and being a part of something that's so amazing. I hope that this the show of it, I hope this inspires you and encourages you to go be your best self. I hope it evokes change mentally and emotionally 
because then physically and financially there'll be a change. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I see it in myself. Definitely grateful. Mary, I'm grateful for you too. Hey, the two way street. I'm going to get you a t shirt that says that. Did you go to church yesterday for Ash Wednesday? So, no, I didn't. And let me tell you why. I was waiting on Gage's grandmama, waiting on somebody to come so I can get my ass on my forehead. Um, so what's really cool is that we are going to start a new radio show coming up mm-hmm. this spring, and it's going to talk about the origins of, like, Ash Wednesday, Lent, and understanding what they mean. Because, you know, we are, churches are forgetting to teach the origins and the meanings because it's it's just, tension spans are so low that they go right into the sermons and they don't really talk about the foundations of what these these holidays or what do you want to call them represent and what, where they came from. And so we're going to start talking about that. But, um, by the way, happy Valentine's Day, day late. Happy Valentine's Day. And so tomorrow, Saturday is Random Act of Kindness Day. And so because it's Saturday, and I don't do shows on Saturdays right now, Friday's noon show is a special show about Random Act of Kindness. And we are going to be on earlier. It's going to be a two-hour sh- or a two-hour show before Len show. So that's at um, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern, and we're going to talk about Valentine's Day and the history of Valentine's Day. That it's not a Hallmark holiday. Mm. And. and the whole point of where Valentine's Day came from. And yeah. who St. Valentine's Day is. <laughs> who was Valentine? He was a monk that, um, so back in the Army day, um, Roman Empire days, their soldiers were not allowed to be married. Any soldier that got married was sentenced to death because they'd be gone for years at a time and they would go AWOL to go visit their family. And so the ruler or the emperor, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. made a, mo- a rule that they could not get married. And so St. Valentine's Day or Valentine was a monk that married all these Roman soldiers and was sacrificed for it, was killed for it. That's cool. Mhm. And there's a lot more to the story. Why it's um, you know on February 14th, um, 
that has a special meaning in it that we'll talk more about tomorrow. You know, there's a lot of different hidden things that, you know, go with it. And it's only been most recently that it's become this big, you know, $200 dinners and wine and flowers. And so we want to go back to the basics and learn where it came from. Hmm. Good to know. There's a show on, what got me into that rabbit hole was, there's a show on Netflix called Mr. Bread. It's an Asian um, show, and all the characters are different bakery items. And at the end, the new season, at the end of it, they have this little short about the different things, like where's the origin of chips, where about St. Valentine's Day, different, you know, where things came from. And one of the episodes was on Valentine's Day. And I'm like looking at it, reading it, and it ended up researching more. And I'm like, this is really cool. I didn't know any of that. Hmm. Yeah, Gage might like the show. Yeah. And it's all about, probably- you know being kind and, you know, persevering through through life. And it's actually really cute. Ariana loves it. Okay. How's David doing? Good. Um, he has just been happy since the move and things are settled. And he is, oh, big news. You're going to love this. I went to grab an apple out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. He took it away, and he was eating the apple himself. It is the first time he's ever eaten an apple. Oh, that's beautiful. So he's getting there in the food category. I love that. He's expanding because guess what? He's putting him first. He's trying new things. He's trying new things. He's been liking it. His favorite is still broccoli. But he's trying new food. Appreciate that, Mom. And he likes those um, fruit and grain bars. What kind? Nutri-Green? Okay. Gage like kind bars. That's why I was like, what, what, what kind? I grabbed the cheap ones because I didn't know if he was going to eat them. I'll buy the money once I know he eats them. But, you know, when he tries them out, I buy the cheap stuff. Because mm-hmm. we, we go to the store, I'll let him pick out, you know, what he wants to eat. And if he wants to try new things, yeah, I'll buy cheaper stuff just so that he can try it. David wasn't the biggest on kind bars. He said they were too sticky. <laughs> yeah, he likes um, Fig Newton. I, he likes Fig. I like him too, though. He likes Fig Newton bars. 
Good. Does it good for you? Mm-hmm. Maybe we got a plant. <laughs> I've been dusting some of the stuff. But have you noticed since I moved, I'm not coughing as bad? Uh, Listen, I was going to say something when we got on, like, okay, Mary ain't got no cough. No, I have a little bit left just because we're cleaning out, like, the the, um, air ducts for the furnace. Mm -hmm. So you got all that dust coming in. But, and I've been down in the basement cleaning, so it's nothing but dust. Other than that, I haven't been hacking. Like, Andy even noticed, it's like, I'm not taking allergy meds and Mucinex and going through two packs a week. The other cool thing is that our old house, no matter how many times you let the stupid dogs out, they always pee on the floor. I could never put my rub shampoo away because I'm always cleaning up messes. They haven't done it once in this house. So it's been a good change for all, and then Ariana comes up to me and goes, Mom, I go, what? She goes, I'm glad we got rid of the evil one. I love that. And David, makes it. Well, I had to laugh, because I didn't put two and two together. But, okay, so the way that it's set up is that her entrance to her part of the house was underneath the deck and David would scale the deck and get down and go down and he'd put a salt half half circle around her door because you know salt's supposed to trap evil right and so um Ariana caught it I didn't and she brought it up to me and she goes you know She's evil. And I go, why? And he goes, well, David always throws salt down there and makes a circle with the salt, which is why you never have salt in the house. <laughs> and she has to go take a, bottle, or a bucket of water and dump it on her, out in front of her house before she leaves. You know, which means she's stuck there until she gets rid of that, that salt because salt traps evil. And I just, I, I lost it. I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, I guess it is true. <laughs> that was the first thing Ariana did when we started moving. And, um, is she wanted to go buy that sage to stick. And she staged the whole house. Shout out to Big Sister. Whether she wants to be or not, she's going to always be a Big Sister. It was funny as heck because she's, you know, sensitive when it comes to smell. She's holding her nose 
with the cross in one hand and the sage in the other, and she's sitting here blessing the house, just laughing. Like, eh, you're going to be a pastor someday. So we are out of time for today. Absolutely. I've enjoyed today. Thank y'all for listening and letting me pour my heart out and learn from me and teach me today. Well, and everybody learns from you, too. So, you know, it's a two-way street. Mm Mm-hmm. So join us back here at noon for Generations United with Bob Oakley. And we'll see you back here next Thursday. Have a good day. Have a good night. And we'll see you later. Bye for now. Cheers to a juiced up day. <laughs>